Welcome to the Healthy Celiac Podcast. I'm your host, Belinda from belindawheelan.com, and here you will learn to live your very best life with celiac disease. Now, we are going to be talking all about health-related topics because you, my friend, are more than just a woman with celiac disease. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Healthy Celiac Podcast. Now, on this week's show, I thought it would be really great to talk with you guys about how healthy is your home? Because I think a lot of us have such a focus on our own personal health that we forget that our home actually affects our health as well. Or maybe you don't even realize how important it is to have a healthy home. Now, this is something that I've been banging on about for well over a decade. So I learned a long time ago all about health and all about how your home affects your health. And it's something that when I had my previous business, which was Healthy Loving Life, I used to teach a lot on that platform about how important it is to have a healthy home. And it's really funny because just recently, only this year, or this past year, sorry, my one of my sisters started sharing all this information about how she was clearing out all the toxic chemicals in her home and how she was focusing on different areas of her home life. And she was telling me all this stuff as if I didn't know. And it made me a little bit sad that when I originally shared that information all those years ago, she never took it on board and she never learned from me. So even though I've shared it, the people closest to me didn't even get it, didn't even take it on board. So I hope that now in this new era, people are more open and willing to make changes to, you know, improve your home life and improve your health because it is so important. It's not just about what we eat. It's not just about the exercise. It's not just about these things that most people talk about. It's so much more than that. So I could talk about this for days and days and days, so I'm going to have to contain myself and keep it fairly brief for you guys and give you an overview. And then at the end of the show, I'm going to share a couple of resources that I want you to go and check out because they're amazing and they will help you on your journey in a really fabulous way that you can do in your own time. Now, I do get very passionate about this subject, so I may jump around a little bit and get a little bit excited. So I'll try and do my best to keep um, sort of in sequence with you. But basically what I want to cover off in this um, episode is I want to talk with you guys about the air in your home. I want to talk about cleaning and cosmetics. And I want to talk about the cooking side of things as far as your kitchen and then also clothing and personal care products. So they're what we're going to touch on today. If you like this episode and you want to hear more, I can always talk further about some other areas of your home because there's so much to cover. So please give me feedback. You can either send me a message on Instagram or send me an email um, and I'll pop the links to both of those below uh, this episode. So be sure to do that. So first of all, let's start with the air in your home. Now, you may not know this, but the air in most people's homes is actually more toxic than the air that you breathe outside. And the reason for this is there's a number of reasons, actually. So number one is what you're spraying in your home. So one of the things that I've never had in my home is aerosol 
fragrances. So I've never, ever sprayed my home with any toxic chemicals as far as like air fresheners, things like that, because I'm a very sensitive person to smells. And I think from a very young age, I just realized that they didn't react very well to me. So I've just never had them. So I personally use a homemade air freshener. So I just make my own air fresheners basically with essential oils and spray them. And that way you've got a nice scent in your home without having that toxic chemical. So if you are currently using an aerosol air freshener or any type of product to make your um, bedding or your lounge or anything like that smell better, I recommend that you have a look at those and find out the ingredients. If there's any artificial fragrances in there, I'd urge you to swap them out for something natural. So anything that's in a pump spray is going to be much safer for you than anything that's in an aerosol can. So that's one thing to start looking at straight up. That's a super simple swap that you can do if you're not into going gung-ho and all or nothing, then use up what you've got. And then when you go to replace that item, buy something that's healthier or make your own. It's super cheap to make your own products, which is fantastic as well. You'll save money, but you're getting rid of those toxic chemicals out of your home. Now, when we talk about the air in your home, this is just something I'm going to quickly mention. So when you buy furniture as well, there's an off gas that comes off of your, say your mattress, your mattress will actually off gas for quite some time and have chemicals coming out of it. Now, when we bought our son his mattress for his bed, I did a lot of research on mattresses and what to get him. And would you believe that mattresses are one of the most toxic things that you can sleep on? And the worst ones are actually memory foam mattresses. And the reason for that is they release a really toxic gas. And many people find that when they sleep on them, they don't even realize this, but they start getting headaches and they have body aches. And it's because of the toxic chemicals that are leaching out of those mattresses. So we bought our son a natural rubber um, mattress and it's so comfortable and it's actually meant to last 25 years. So it's, it repels dust mites and it's, it's actually the healthiest type of mattress you can get. So if you've got a memory foam mattress, you could be experiencing a lot of toxic side effects of that. So that's definitely something to look into or something to research if you're on the market for buying a new mattress anytime in the near future. Just keep that in the back of your mind because, you know, we spend half our life on our mattresses. It's really important that we make sure we're sleeping on something that's that's good for us. All right. So when we talk about cleaning products, there are some serious toxic chemicals in cleaning products. Now, I, for many, many years, have used a product called Enyo, and it's basically microfiber cloths. Um, in recent years, that's probably something that I wouldn't buy now because I've learned more about how microfibers release um, the fibers into the oceans and, you know, all that type of thing that's bad for our oceans. However, I prefer to be using my Enyo cloths than to be using toxic chemicals. So all the different sprays and cleaning products, I don't use anything like that. I either make my own 
or I use a product by um, Melaleuca. So there's a number of products that I buy from them and they're all, um, you know, got no nasties in them or toxic chemicals. So when you're looking at your cleaning products, less is best. You know, you don't need one thing for the, you know, one thing for cleaning your floors, one thing for cleaning your benches. We don't need all these toxic chemicals in our home. And it's really important that we're not breathing in these nasty chemicals. So be very mindful of what you're using. And same thing as with the air fresheners, you know, you, you might have some chemical um, cleaning products that you want to use up. And once you've used them up, do your research, find another product, find another brand that you can replace it with. And this is, this is something just to keep in mind as well is you might go, wow, they're so expensive. I can't really justify the expense. But what I've found is they are more concentrated and they end up cheaper in the long run. So for example, the Melaleuca products that I buy, they come in a bulk bottle and you refill your spray bottles from there. They actually work out cheaper per refill and you know, you're outlaying more money initially, but in the long term, they work out cheaper. So have a look at different products and find one that you're happy with. But there's so many different ones on the market. Obviously, depending on which country you're in, you know, you might have a friend that has a, a range that they market, you know, a network marketing company. They usually have really good quality products. So you might be able to find something through a friend, you know, put a, put a post on Facebook that you're in the market for looking for some healthy cleaning products and, and go from there. Now, the next one is cosmetics. So if you've not learned anything about cosmetics, gosh, this is a whole episode that I could do just on cosmetics. Now, I do talk about cosmetics being gluten-free in um, my program, in my course, Ultimate Celiac System. So we go into that in quite depth of what to look for and what to make sure is not in your products. But for this particular episode, it's more about looking for non-toxic products to put on your skin. Because would you believe that what you put on your skin actually ends up in your bloodstream? Now, that's quite scary. So if you think about it, what you're rubbing onto your skin or spraying onto your skin goes into your bloodstream. So you want to be making sure that what you put on your body is safe because it's going within you, which is crazy to think about. But most people think it just sits on the surface of your skin. Well, no, it actually doesn't take very long at all to end up in your bloodstream. And when I was first learning about skincare many years ago, one of the one of the quotes that I remember sticking in my mind was, if you wouldn't eat it, don't put it on your skin. So if you're consuming... Um, you know, certain foods and you're aware of what you're eating and you look at the ingredients, it's exactly the same with your skincare. If you wouldn't eat that product, then that means it's pretty nasty. It's pretty toxic. It's got chemicals in it. It's got, you know, endocrine disruptors and, you know, these things mess with our hormones. There's so many ingredients that just mess with our hormones. They actually do more harm than good. So many people get um, side effects, I guess you can call it. Things like eczema, dermatitis, psoriasis, these types of things are usually caused by what you're eating and what you're putting on your body. So if you've got any type of skin condition, you need to be looking at what you're putting on your body as well. Now, one of the ingredients that I do want to quickly talk about on this episode is triclosan, sorry, and triclosan 
was originally introduced for hospitals and it was designed to be an antibacterial ingredient that would clean medical supplies so that, you know, when they would use it, these utensils, I get, I don't even know that, if that's what they're called, but, um, the, you know, in surgeries, they would clean them with triclosan so that when they used them on the next patient, they were completely hygienic and safe. But what's happened since the 70s when that was first introduced is triclosan is now introduced in so many products. So if you hear of any type of you know, hand wash or hand sanitizer or cleaning sprays or anything that says antibacterial, it will generally have triclosan in it. Now, unfortunately, at the moment, people are putting this on their hands constantly. And the thing is, it hasn't even been proven to be more effective as a hand cleaner than just soap and water washing your hands for 20 seconds. And now what the problem is with triclosan is it is an endocrine disruptor. It can mess with your thyroid and it can weaken your immune system. And same again, it gets into your bloodstream. Now, children are exposed to antibacterial products at a very early age. And unfortunately, it can increase their chances of getting things like different allergies, asthma, and even eczema. So... It's something that we we do want to avoid, and as much as everyone's banging on that we need to be using hand sanitizer every five seconds, we actually shouldn't be using it. It's toxic, it's bad for us, and a simple hand soap is more effective to wash our hands than these antibacterial like uh, gels, whatever you want to call them. So... Look into that, learn a little bit more and find out why <laughs> why you want to be using other alternatives to triclosan. So make sure when you're buying soaps that there's no triclosan in there or better still, make your own hand soap. I've got a recipe on my website for making hand soap, foaming hand soap, and it's all natural. There's no nasties in it and it works fabulously. So check that out as well. I'll pop a link below in the um, comments for you to go straight to that. So cosmetics, I'm not going to go into on this episode all the different ingredients you need to be looking out for. In good time, I might put together a blog post with all the different ingredients because it's just, it's going to go in one ear and out the other. You need to look at them and you need to basically check against your ingredients on your cosmetics. So we'll, we'll put that together and you can check that out from there because there are a ton of different ingredients. And one of the top ones, even if you're buying something natural, is it may have a synthetic fragrance in there. So, you know, natural is not always amazing when it comes to skincare. So there's lots of things to look at. So I'll put that together for you guys at some stage and, and you can learn more about that. So very much something we need to look into and learn more about for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have the space on this episode to rattle off all the different <laughs> ingredients you need to be looking for. But I hope that helps just give you an awareness. All right. So moving on to cooking and the kitchen. So the kitchen can be a very highly toxic place, not only because of the cleaning products that you might be using in your kitchen, but also depending on how you're cooking. So if you are heating anything at all in plastic, I urge you to swap that out and start using either ceramic or glass 
in in your heating because plastic is going to release toxic chemicals and where does it get released into it goes into your food and then you eat it of course so yeah please do your best to try and avoid cooking in plastic and then also when it comes to non-stick pans there's there's different types of non-stick pans and some are highly toxic and some are okay to use so you need to make sure that you're not using the cheap nasty ones <laughs> basically because that coating comes off and same thing you eat it and it's doing you more harm than good so it's important to make sure that we're cooking our food in a safe and natural way now when it comes to actual food obviously there's chemicals in food and where we can let's try and do our best to eat as much organic healthy food but I know that's not always easy and it's not always the case but as far as cooking we can definitely do our best to avoid using those toxic you know appliances and toxic you know plastic containers and then when it comes to clothing and personal care products this is another area where it's important to wear as much natural clothing as possible now you you may not know this but when you wear synthetic underwear those toxic chemicals that are in the synthetic underwear actually go into your body via your private parts now your private parts are the most highly sensitive part of your body and whatever you put near there gets absorbed into the body extremely quickly so if you're wearing um, even say a pad that's made of plastic you're actually absorbing those toxic chemicals into your body so that may be something you've never even thought of and same with tampons a lot of tampons have got a lot of pesticides in them because they spray the cotton with pesticides so I also urge you as a woman to look into this and to make sure that what you're using is safe for your body I personally use a very alternative product so it's not for everybody I used to use reusable pads and that was basically due to an allergy. I could not wear normal pads. They just messed with my body big time. And it was kind of a blessing because it, it made me change over to using reusable pads. And I've done that for many, many years now. And I'm so grateful for that. But in recent years, I've changed over to using reusable undies. So these are more common these days. And I have used Modi Body brand for years now. They're my favorite. They, I highly recommend them. And, you know, when you're wearing these, there's no nasty chemicals. There's no, you know, fear of leaking or anything. They're, they're just amazing products. And some people might be listening to this going, ew, that's gross. But for me, I don't think it's gross. I think it's just part of our natural rhythm and we either do something that's good for our body or we don't. So I'd rather do something that's good for my body than be using something that's been mass marketed to be normal and that's using disposable pads and tampons so you know look into that please do your research please learn more about that because this is just a general overview because I want you to think about what you're doing in your home and learn more about how you can be a healthier person all right so that is just a really quick 20 minute overview of what I wanted to share with you guys today and it's 
it's more of an awareness thing and I want you to do some research. You know, I want you to get on the computer and or your phone, <laughs> get on the internet basically, or go to your library and do some research and learn about these things. Because if you've never really looked into it, it's hard to be exposed to this type of information. But obviously there's so many of us that don't get told, don't learn about these things, and we just think it's normal to use chemicals. We just think it's normal to do these types of things in our home, to wear certain things on our body, and to cook certain ways. So if you haven't ever looked into it, please do some research. And I'm going to give you two book recommendations here that I find to be super helpful. Now, the first one is a book called The Healthy Home, and it's by Dr. Myron Wentz. And he's actually a scientist, and he has an amazing book with lots of information. And what I love about this book is you can answer some questions within the book, and each of those answers gives you a score and you can score yourself on how well you are doing in that area of your home and what needs the most work. So you can go through it and you can also, you know, go, okay, this area of my home needs more work than this one and focus on that area first. So I really, really love that book. I, I've had that for many years. I really hope you can get a copy of it, even if you can get it from your library um, or order it online. But yeah, that's a fantastic book. And the next one is Low Tox Life by Alex Stewart. And what I love about this book is she provides lots of great information in there, but it's also got lots of recipes as well for you to make lots of different things. Now, as far as skincare goes, this would be probably the best book you could get your hands on for learning about, you know, parabens and, and different nasty chemicals that are in skincare products. So definitely check that one out if you can get your hands on that one. It's a really great book and it's got, yeah, like I said, lots of great DIYs and it's also got some healthy recipes in there as well. So yeah, Lotox Life by Alex Stewart and The Healthy Home by Dr. Myron Wentz. So check those out. Like I said, do some research, get stuck into it. I really hope you get passionate about this and moving forward, try to make your home as healthy as possible because it pays off and it helps you to feel better. You know, if you've got kids with asthma, if you've got allergies in the home, you can really help with those as well. So yeah, check it out, do some research and enjoy because you can go down a rabbit hole and <laughs> come out the other side so much more knowledgeable and empowered. So so thanks so much for listening to me talk about this. I am very passionate about this subject, as you can probably tell, and I really hope that it helps you in moving forward to live your best life. If you enjoyed this episode, head to BelindaWheelan.com to get yourself a free copy of my exclusive ebook 11 mistakes people make going gluten-free living with celiac disease 